Good morning, everybody. Wrestling Tracks is live here on Anchor. Normally, we're on BlockTrack.com. We couldn't renew, so we're going to go to Anchor for a little bit. We'll probably be back sometime the end of the month. If we can't do block the whole month at all, we'll, we could come over here and sit our best matches ever. I'll tell you about that later on in the show. Dave, how you doing this morning? Uh, I'm okay. Just uh, looking at some uh, some stuff online, but other than that, I'm okay. Yeah, you gotta keep pushing with the pushing, man. I well, feel... I know first things first. We must uh, we must talk about and address the elephant. Oh, if I... you know what I'm talking about, another passing in the wrestling world. Absolutely, man. The late, the Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. Are we Mister? Okay. Uh, yeah. Who uh, passed his morning after losing his battle for cancer at the age of seventy-nine? Yes, sir. And he's been involved with the WWE for over thirty years. In fact, the first Intercontinental Champion. I'm going to give you a few accolades here. The first Intercontinental Champion, former hardcore champion, very short run. In fact, the most lovable position he's ever had is the screw, he's a former stooge, if you will, for Mr. McMahon. Mm -hmm. Along with Pat, Pat along with Joe Briscoe. Yes, he did for a very short time. Those of you 90s folks, you know him very well for being a loyal, a faithful stooge to Vince McMahon. Yes, sir. During the uh, Attitude Era, uh, Pat who started his wrestling career back in the mid-1960s in his home country of Canada. And he worked several uh, territories, both in Canada and here in the United States. Uh, he previously wrestled for the Pacific Northwest Wrestling Company back in the early 70s. He also wrestled in the AWA back mm -hmm. in the uh, 70s and early 80s. He had a memorable tag team run for the late Ray Stevens, and they were one of the greatest tag teams of all time, former AWA and Pacific Northwest world tag team champions sir and this is all before pat came into the wwe back in the uh, the early 80s he had memorable bouts and memorable matches with the likes of bob Backlund and gorilla monsoon he's also wrestled and had a classic alley fight against sergeant slaughter and madison if you're a big fan of hardcore matches i suggest you check that match out but Pat's career goes a long, long, long way. Yes, sir. He's also the godfather of Shane and Stephanie McMahon. Uh, he's, he's the godfather of a Stephanie. Ah, cool. Uh, yes, Stephanie's godfather. Shane's godfather is somebody else. That's the late Arnold Scullin, who uh, passed away. Yeah, gotcha. Oh, his wife's uh, Lady Johnzina escorts sometimes. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I didn't notice it. I, I back. I'll take it back. Remember, uh, 
what was WrestleMania 29 and 28, something like that. She was, she was on the front row. Were we talking about it yet? Uh, Arnold Scarlett's Arnold's Arnold's wife, the guy you talk about. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. That, that every once in a while, John Cena would be her company for WrestleMania sometimes. That is true. She's still alive. Yeah, Mrs. Scully. Like, what about? Wait, what was the last? Oh yeah, Tuesday. Uh huh. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, now I remember. Uh, speaking of last night, the NWA is back on YouTube with a brand new weekly show. Yeah. Uh, replacing Power. Um, I think it's titled Shockwave. I think it's NWA Shockwave, uh, 6.05 Tuesday nights on YouTube and Fight TV. And they partnered with the United, uh, United something. Uh, another, um, streaming app that produces a new wrestling promotion. They're working a deal with the NWA. They're also working a deal with, uh, uh, championship Wrestling from Florida, which is another indie promotion that's basically seen in Florida, but they're starting to be seen here across the states. Uh, they've mm-hmm. also partnered with them too. I think it's the United, it's United something. I can't remember the name right now. But um, they're doing weekly pay-per-views. Anyway, the NWA is back. 605 Fight TV and YouTube. And another thing that needs to be addressed is these injuries that WWE is being played with. Now, this over, well, between Raw and SmackDown, there's over 10 people on the injured list. And uh, some of these names include the likes of uh, Samoa Joe and Chelsea Green. Uh, Jimmy Uso, Braun Strowman, uh, Ridge Holland, just to name a few. Uh, also, um, Mandy Rose was also on that list as well. So they're just plagued with injuries. Kenny Omega, who's been wrestling with an injury, and he's scheduled to face John Moxley tonight for the, AW, I mean, um, the AEW Championship. Uh, I'm not too sure how that match is going to turn out. Omega's been wrestling with an injury for over a month. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Yes, sir. By the way, uh, two things. First of all, we got to talk about, if you missed it, like I did, the fight, which was, was a bull between Mike Tyson and Roy Jr. Secondly, what the hell? Well, even though it's non-wrestling related, I must agree. That was one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in a boxing fight. Yeah. He clearly won that fight. He dominated the whole fight. And I bring it up because he's also a celebrity wing Hall of Famer, Mike Tyson. Yes, that's true. Tyson should have won the fight. 
That was a bad, bad decision. I was mm-hmm. disappointed, kind of. I was like, he won. He won, and y'all gave him the win. This is like watching your drunk uncle and your drunk grandpa fight. And they both get tired. Well, Tyson didn't get tired. Roy Jones got tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got tired after the third or fourth round, and he was clearly trying to hang on. Like, his body was just on autopilot. But, um, yeah, he clearly did not win that fight. He lost. I don't know what they were thinking with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like the Snoop Dogg stuff. It was nice seeing Mal Ronaldo back in um, calling boxing and MMA after he just left uh, WWE a second time. <coughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan of it. By the way, Fight TV, um, when you sign Fight TV, you gotta, you gotta do the double women. First off, the account. Fight TV account itself. Then you gotta pay for the event they're streaming. So I thought when I signed up, I, okay, I pay for the thing once a month. Boom, I get the whole thing. No, no, no. You pay for whatever whatever you're trying to get on Fight TV. True. I it was on Fight TV and it was on pay per view. Of course, I was not paying that. That pay per view was insane. How much it was. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. That damn thing was damn near 90 something dollars. I was like, no. So. But yeah, I was hoping somebody got stopped or knocked out. I was hoping it didn't go to the judges, but it did. And this is why I, I hope it didn't go. I hope it did not go to them. And this is exactly why I hope that. Mm-hmm. And, my, and my fear happened. I was like, great. He got robbed. So I wasn't happy about it. But anyway, it is what it is. The fight's over. And who knows what's going to happen with them. And the actually was for charity. And they messed that up. Yes, that's that's true. That is absolutely true. Also, um, New Japan is going to bring back their uh, annual Super J Cup, which will take place on the 12th of December. Some of the best cruiserweights from New Japan and some of the best cruiserweights from around the world who work the Indies will participate in this annual tournament. Leo Rush was just announced to participate in a tournament, as is uh, Impact Wrestling's uh, Chris Bay, former X Division champion, was also announced to participate in this tournament. And what about Jazz making her debut in Impact, participating in the Women's Tag Team Title Tournament? I ain't seen Jazz in years. Well, I know she was. She spent most of her time working the Indies and wrestling mainly for the NWA. Then she stopped due to health reasons, and she's back in the ring again. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is why she shaved the damn head and she's completely bald, looking like a man now. I was gonna bring that up, but okay. <laughs> oh, yes, I was. So I was gonna do it more differently. I think she she shouldn't have done that. Right. Roddy Mac should have been hell no, hell no. You keep your hair. By the way, much love to Rodney Mac. I'm still down with the brown. Much love to you, Rodney. I heard he's still 
does, um, I don't know what he's been doing, but last time I checked, he was doing some, some dates. Mm. I don't know what he's been up to the last couple of months or the last two or three years, but anyway, yes, she made her debut participating in that women's, hopefully they do it right, because the last time they did the, the, uh, the, the uh, tag belts itself. Mm-hmm. I got, I got a bit. I gotta be honest. Like, I, long ago, I said the that that WB was the first to do the tag team belts for women. I apologize. It was Impact Wrestling, then TNA, that was the first anywhere to do a tag team belt for the women. Yeah, they did do it first, but they're sucked. Yeah, WWE is doing this right. And Eric Young is the first and the only co like women tag team champion. My point is exactly. Like they did it all wrong and it sucked. Mm-hmm. And another thing is they shouldn't have done it in the first place because they ain't have enough women. Yeah. So that was a mistake. Hopefully they do it right this time around. Oh. But then again, I won't put it past them to mess it to mess that up again. Impact Wrestling, they're still doing their uh Shows with nobody in the building, like a certain somebody, but uh, I hey, do what you gotta do to keep yourself safe, man. Well, everybody's doing that. Even the NWA is doing it. They're, I'm I'm glad to see that they're back and they're doing shows with no audience. Uh, that debut episode, which is up on uh Wrestling Tracks uh, Facebook page, Shockwave was a pretty damn good show and it had a pretty damn good main event. NWA champion Nick Aldis defended the NWA championship against Mike Bennett mm-hmm. and they had a hell of a wrestling match. Now that's a match I recommend people to watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. They had a hell of a match. Hell of a match. For a 45 minute show, trust me, it's worth the watch. Now, uh, like it, it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of hard to wrestle in front of nobody because your job mainly depends on reactions, you know, that's Reac- true. reacting with the crowd is most part, is half of your job, mm-hmm. so like your issues music, you come out there, you get all hyped up, you get the mind frame for it, the mindset for it, and it's hard to do that with nobody in the building. Right. Well, I do know that um, the only wrestling companies that I know of that are actually using fans is AEW, the WWE, but NXT only. But still, you got to count WWE. And of course, well, AEW, WWE's NXT, and of course, New Japan Pro Wrestling are the only companies that are technically using the crowd. Everybody else is um, basically no crowd. And then Mexico, they're two major companies. They haven't even done shows since the pandemic started, and they're working on doing shows again, uh, which is the CMLL and the AAA promotion, uh, two of the biggest wrestling companies out of Mexico. Other than the indie companies, but those are the two main ones in that country. 
But it was nice to see ROH is back doing shows, no crowd. Uh, I do want to say a special congratulations to Jonathan Gresham, uh, who just won the ROH Pure Championship belt, a championship they used to have back in the early 2000s, and they brought the belt back. He won the tournament, and uh, he's now a double champion. He's also one half for the ROH Tag Team Champions with Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. So anyway, congrats to him on winning that tournament last week. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how long his title ring goes. I should be. Uh, I was going to say something here. Oh, yeah. By, by the way, I'm doing, I, I got to do a little prom- promoting here, if you don't mind. You know, we're getting closer and closer to that good old, that good old holiday, that Christmas holiday. And if you have not heard, yes, it is official. As of yesterday, yes, it's happening on Freeform every day, all day, the next 25 days, 12 days of Christmas only, only on Freeform. Now, mind you, Hallmark does it every season long, but you want the, you want the, uh, you want the, the Freeform version of Christmas movies, Christmas holidays, stuff like that. This Freeform is where you need to be. You can watch on your TV, watch on Freeform.com. Watch it, Disney Plus, everywhere. Check it out. It's starting right now, the next 25 days, until Christmas night at midnight, and they'll go move on about the business. I like some of those Christmas stuff, but not all of them. I like, I like them all. Uh, I love it. The uh, animated stuff. I like the, uh, the uh, year without a Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is coming to town, and... Oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Bruh, my mom, uh, my, my parent watching that uh, last night. Christmas special. Yes, sir. I believe I have it a sneak peek of that. Hang on a second here. I believe I have a sample of that. In just a second. It's what you can expect on Freeform. We'll be right back. I'll give you a minute. We'll be right back. Check it out. Alright, alright, alright. I, I, I hate the song. Love the show. Hate the song. That's all you get. It's, eventually, that gets annoying. But, and later on, I'll play. If you have not heard of Soul, it is cool. I'll play that in just a little bit. But, but Martez, uh, Martez, David, we have a little problem. Um, War Games coming up, right? And normally, uh, all the fanfare and everything. What happened? How are we going to do this, this this year? That's going to be interesting because you got War Games, which is on a Sunday this year. Mm-hmm. And then 
it's also interesting the same night, the same exact night, WWE is also airing their tribute to the troops on Fox. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to do. I'm watching. I'm watching the network, and then I got the network on my phone, tablet, and whatnot. And then, boom, the troops. You can do how you want to do it, but yeah. No, I stopped watching that in 2006. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, but I, the the last one I did watch, I watched all of them from 2003 to 2006. And then the last one I saw was uh, 2014. I haven't watched it since. Oh, my. I'm afraid. I watch all the time. It's pretty cool. Different each year. No, not really. I mean, no disrespect to the troops. They do what they need of course. to do. And I support that, but I'm not really interested in the channel anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't really watch it anymore. Mm. But um, uh, I know for those who have been watching modern day WWE, uh, I do know that the NWA did do a little uh, special on some of the past world champions. Uh, they highlighted Ric Flair, they highlighted Dusty Rose, they highlighted Terry Funk. And earlier this week, you may know this guy from modern day WWE, they highlighted Mr. Adam Pierce. I don't know Adam Pierce. For those who don't know, Adam Pierce used to wrestle. Uh, his career was cut short due to an injury, but he was in the NWA. He's a former multiple-time NWA champion, and he was a damn good wrestler. Very, very good wrestler and a damn good NWA champion. One of the best NWA champions they had in the last 20 years. Now, if you've never seen his work and you're interested after hearing this, I advise you, please go to YouTube and check his matches out. They're up there. Uh-huh. He was a phenomenal wrestler. Unbelievable. He was very, very good. And he's been in the ring with some of the guys who are currently in the WWE right now, like the Kevin Owenses and the Daniel Bryans, the Nigel McGinnises, oh, the Coca Banners, the CM Punks. He's been in the ring with them all. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. He's wrestled all of them. Yeah. Uh, he was an amazing wrestler during his time. Hmm. That's interesting. Yes, I was telling a friend of mine that he had no idea. He was like, I didn't know he wrestled. He was like, I thought he was just some random girl. I was like, no, he used to be a wrestler. Imagine this. The, not, not too long ago after wrestling, what was that? The, uh, not too long ago, last year, because something like that. The powers that be to say, you know what? We'll, we'll let's try our fans. No more general managers. Well, what the hell is Alan Pierce supposed to be then? Basically, he's the general manager, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm basically saying it. Oh, we're going to do this, this, and this. Uh, usually, it's like, it's, it's like now the wrestlers are making the matches themselves. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, TV, wrestling zone. Okay, so-and-so's fighting so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Now, so, um, 
So basically, so basically, it's take it all, or leave with none. That's the bad thing about champion. Yeah. So basically, Kurt Angle had that problem. I remember in Impact, he had all the titles at one point. Yeah. Every single title in the company he had. Only two people at the time had that. Uh, Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. No, Samoa Joe only had two. He had the oh. X Division and the tag team. Gotcha. And Kurt had everything. <laughs> it was like Samoa Joe had the X Division and the tag team titles, and he ended up losing both titles in the same night. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the bad thing about being a double champion and defending both your titles in the same night. You can either lose one and keep one, or you can end up losing everything. Yeah. Like I said a minute ago, basically, you either take it all or you leave with none. Yep. See, if I had it my way, I would try. If I had one, if I had two titles, I would try to make sure one of those belts is on the line and not both. Now, if if management says, nope, you got to go twice, then I ain't got a choice. Mm -hmm. What I would do is I would probably pull a Sammy (laughs) Zane. Get myself counted out or get disqualified and keep one belt. Well, no, cause championship championship can't stay hand on qualification. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you actually keep. I would. I got you. I, got I you. would do something like that to keep both belts. Yeah. Now, those of you who've been around for a long time, all especially all the all the old school WWE guys. You you know the thing called the Jack Tunney rule. We still operate, all these years later, we still operate on the Jack Tunney rule. Real simple. You got thirty days to defend your title, or we'll strip you of your championship and crown a new champion. Well, the problem with that, Jordan definitely. I keep bringing this up for a reason. Jordan definitely is still the cruiserweight champion of the world. NXT. Uh, he can't. Some about COVID and everything. He can't leave the UK. So he's stuck in the UK. Like, 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 you remember that time when uh, our very own David Burton was stuck in stuck in New York? Yeah, just like that. 
So, he's stuck in the UK. He's the champion. We need a champion. What we do? We crowned interim champion. And his name is Santos Escobar. Well, I keep on suggesting. Let's have a match for the undisputed NXT Championship. Escobar versus Devlin. You know what's funny that you mention that? I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to do that, but I think they have to wait. Because um, here's the interesting thing. Jordan Devlin's wrestling again. He's wrestling again. <coughs> but at the end of the day, he still can't leave the country. Uh-huh. Uh, it's strange. He's wrestling again. And he even defended the championship once. Right. So I guess once he can come back to the States, I think that's what they're going to do. Now, if he's in the UK, they could probably do something like have him defend NXT UK if he's something like that. Yeah, they did that already. Yeah, because he's wrestling again. Now, mind you, that's the that's the that's the championship belongs to the to the states NXT. By the way, so maybe whoever wins that title can bring it back to the states, but as as it's not belong to NXT UK, it belongs to NXT, the United States NXT. It makes any sense. Yeah, but I think they don't have a choice. I don't know. I do know everybody's um, uh, visa and visitation status is different. I know Pete Dunn was living in the UK, and he's back here in the States. So um, once this guy's stuff is cleared up and he can return to the States, I'm sure they'll do something with uh, uh, him and Santos Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Should he still be champion by then? That should be interesting to see right there. Should be real interesting. Mhm. Mm-hmm. You know this whole uh, pandemic is not being easy on a lot of people. I know. Especially for the people that live, the workers and the wrestlers that live in their home countries that come to the States to wrestle, they're stuck in their countries. Mm-hmm. But some of them have been able to leave and continue to work now, depending on their visa status. Like, for example, uh, Pac is back on uh, AEW television. We've seen Tony Storm ret- uh, return to NXT. We've seen Pete Dunn return to NXT. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with everybody else elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's going to be interesting. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's play just a little bit of what's going to come on Disney+. Christmas Day, I believe. It's called Soul. Check this out. If it work, I say check this out. Alright, hit me. Disney and Pixar Soul streaming on Disney Busters. Y'all know YouTube Tripper. I'll give it a second, y'all. I, this is Ayo. Don't talk about it, be about it. 
Y'all apologize for this. That's a nice Christmas gift for you. Christmas Day, in fact, 25th, which is a Friday, I believe. Disney Plus and um, 
Watch all I use it to watch those nineties animated Marvel cartoon shows because that's what I grew up on. And that's what I watched every Saturday morning and it brings back memories. I watch all the time, it's good. Now go back to some wrestling, shall we? Uh how, how do you see it'd be very interesting what the Royal Rumble looks like with uh with, uh Huh? Tropicana Field is hosting the Royal Rumble. That's where the new Thunderdome will be at. Mm -hmm. uh, the contract of the M. I'll be interesting right there. And God willing, WrestleMania 37 will be at the uh, SoFi Stadium. God willing, of course. WrestleMania SoFi Stadium in uh, California. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. God willing. One more time. Last time to have was 2005. Yes. It was the launch of uh, two Hollywood megastars we have right now, and John Cena and Batista. Mm hmm. That was a that was a memorable night. Yes, sir. I gotta give a shout out real quick to Diana, Diana Peruso, that real name by the way. On Facebook, send a request and she'll accept you. Please act accordingly. And uh, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool people. Oh what you mean, old boy? <laughs> no, I said, I said, hopefully. Oh, like you said, old boy. The plan is to still to have the show there. Oh yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see what all happens because, uh, you know, this COVID stuff, I predicted, and I'm going to be right, it is going to go well into next year. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. We got to talk in a half a box. I feel you, man. I understand. I got German Shepherd in the backyard. Just taking a little nap, thank God. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's, unless you got anything else, I think that's it for today. Yes, sir. We squeezed all we could out of this episode. By the way. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. Let's not forget about uh, AEW and uh, NXT airing tonight. Yes, sir. NXT, uh, um, NXT beat uh, AEW on the ratings last week, and uh, let's see what happens this week. Can they repeat it? And what's, uh, for, what sucks is they go on the air at the same doggone time. That's true. I, I'm That's like, one of y'all take a commercial break. Damn. One of y'all take a break. I remember one time they had they was on the air at the same time. Neither one of them took commercial break. One of y'all took a break. Damn. It happens. Um, Josh Michaels and Jeff Hardy will be finished the Royal Rumble championship against um, Kenny Omega. And let's not forget uh, 
big powerhouse Hobbs is going to team with Richie Starks to take on Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen also tonight. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find out who the final member of Team Shotzi Blackheart, which will be Io Shirai most likely, to take on um, Candice LeRae and her War Games team. And the final and fifth match will also scheduled to be announced during tonight's NXT episode, and Wade Barrett is scheduled to return to commentary this week, as uh, he was replaced by Kevin Owens last week's show, so um, he'll be back on tonight. And uh, that's it for the upcoming NXT episodes and um, AEW Dynamite. Definitely. So that's pretty much it for today. Well, we hope to see you guys here next time. And by the way, we we, we will not be able to renew blogtorio.com for a little bit. We'll be on anchor.com for quite some time. So anytime you want to check us out, feel free. Anchor.fm slash wrestling tracks and our other platforms. And you want to donate if you want to. Click that donate. See that button right there, that sponsor button, and you're good to go. Thank you for your time, everybody. See you next time on Wrestle Tracks. Peace out. Take care, people.